0: Since my first game of playing in the Philippines, feeling that love from, from all the fans and, and everybody just, just wishing success. I think that just propelled me right now, wanting to represent the country, wanting to make everybody proud, just pushing forward and pushing through, you know, all the obstacles that we faced. I think it's a great opportunity. And then not only that, just like I said, being able to try and give back to them and, and give them a successful show and then hopefully bring the country to the Olympics is everything.
1: The goal for the Philippines at the Tokyo 2020 Olympics is simple, our first gold medal. And while the games are delayed due to coronavirus, the country's top athletes stay motivated to achieve their Olympic dreams. Hi, I'm Beatrice Gaw, and this is Targeting Tokyo, stories of Filipino Olympic hopefuls. If there's one thing Filipinos love, it's basketball. But aside from enjoying games played in the country's biggest coliseums, a basketball hoop can be found in every corner of the city. So it's nothing new to the Philippines when 3x3 basketball gains popularity in the world. From being the world's number one urban team sport, 3x3 will finally make its Olympic debut in Tokyo. And this might be Philippine basketball's best chance to make it back to the Olympics. Go, go, go! The Philippines Gidas 3x3 team gained a shot to compete in the Olympic qualifiers in 2019. But it was a tough climb, as the country only ranked number 60 at the start of the year. With an effort to join high level 3x3 tournaments to rake in ranking points, the Philippines leapt all the way to the top 20 in the world. Which assured the country a slot in the Olympic Qualifying Tournament, or OQT. The national team, composed of the country's number one ranked 3x3 player Joshua Munzon, number two Alvin Pasaol, CJ Perez, Mo Tua, Santi Santillan, and Carl Dehesa, will compete in a qualifying tournament in Graz, Austria. Joshua says he's grateful to be given the opportunity. To represent the country in the olympic qualifier
0: i think it's special that i'm able to be a part of the first oqt team that will try and qualify for the olympics because you know this is the first year that 3x3 is going to be an olympic sport so being able to be on this first team is definitely a great feeling to be you know to start it off and hopefully that my name is called to continue to represent the country in these 3x3 events because i've grown to really enjoyed 3x3 and have uh, learned the game being able to just play 3x3 without any doing five or five or anything else for the past 2 years i think i have a full a good insight on on how the game is played
1: the philippines is bunched with france slovenia qatar and the dominican republic in group c the country has to win as many games as it can to give itself a fighting chance for one of the 3 Tokyo Olympic spots up for grabs. Only the top 2 teams from each of the 4 groups will advance to the knockout stage, where the last 3 teams standing will advance to the Olympics. The Philippines enters the competition as an underdog, ranked number 25 a week before the tournament. It hopes to defy the odds against powerhouses world number 3 France and world number 22, Slovenia. Though ranked lower than Gilas, Qatar and Dominican Republic cannot be counted out as well.
0: We're a very talented team. Me, Mo, CJ, and Alvin, I think we're a very talented team. We're not the type of guys to really fear anybody. So, I mean, we might be the underdogs heading into this tournament, but we have confidence in ourselves. And we know that if we play our game, we'll be able to play with anybody. So uh, there's no short of confidence with us. I mean, we we definitely are ready to go to battle and do what it takes to hopefully come out with wins and qualify for the Olympics. So people might say that, but we're a confident group of guys. And just we've been trying to build that chemistry and do what it takes to be as prepared as possible heading in.
1: Though Joshua has only played alongside 3x3 veterans Alvin Pasaol and Santi Santillan, he is confident of the abilities of the team. 2018 PBA Draft top pick CJ Perez, who now plays for the powerhouse team San Miguel, and Northport's Mo Tautua were vital to winning the country's first 3x3 gold in the 2019 Southeast Asian Games. Filipino-American Carl Dehesa makes his national team debut after he last played for the Phoenix Fuel Masters in the PBA. The team is mentored by Samahang Basketball ng Pilipinas' 3x3 director and basketball great Ronnie Magsano.
0: I actually haven't played with CJMBO yet, but we've been practicing now for a couple weeks and even last year when we were supposed to go to the OQT, we, we practiced a lot together. So this will be our first time playing together, but the chemistry is there and uh, you know I'm excited to get out there with those guys.
1: When the pandemic hit, the OQT was delayed. Like other athletes, the players had to rely on Zoom training sessions. But the national team was eventually given a chance to train in a bubble in Calamba, Laguna.
0: This year, we've had a lot of Zoom sessions. So our Zoom training has been like over like a month and a half. Last year, uh, I want to say we practiced for about three weeks before the shutdown. So, I mean, we've we've had some time together just to fill each other out and see how we'll, we'll look out there.
1: It was a challenge to stay in shape during the pandemic, then now they had to shake the rust off.
0: I was able to go outside and dribble outside, uh, you know, do different drills outside to keep in shape. We did a lot of dribbling drills, a lot of shooting in the air, maybe even some like walkthroughs of, of some scenarios, uh, you know. But we, we did what we could, uh, maybe not everything that we'd be like to do, but... At least we were able to get out there and do something. To be in lockdown for so long, not being able to be on the court together. there's was a lot of rust when we first got out there, but we was definitely able to shake it off. And two practices a day for seven days straight, that's about 14 practices. So, I mean, we've had a lot of time to really be out there with each other and uh, get the feel back again.
1: Growing up in Long Beach, California, Joshua never thought of playing for the Philippines, let alone in the 3x3 division. He was not really exposed to Philippine basketball when he was young, but he was very much aware of his Filipino heritage.
0: Culture-wise, I mean I've I've I've, my, I've always grown up eating Filipino food. I've always been aware of like my Philippine roots and you know how the culture was. My dad and my grandparents are Filipinos, so I mean just being being able to be around them a little bit, I got a taste of it. Most of the time, I'd be like the only Filipino in the settings that I was <laughs> and I was in. But uh, I've always loved that uh, that I, that it was me, that I was that Filipino guy that'd be around the, all the other guys because it felt, made me feel like I could do this, and you know other Filipinos could definitely do this. And uh, we had a lot of success. You know, my high school team was number one in the nation. I had a lot of. D1 guys I had a lot of a couple NBA guys on my team. So, I mean, it, it, it was definitely a culture thing going through the, the route that I went being back in L.A., going through a, a successful program like I went through, it was it was tough. It was definitely tough being the stereotypical a- Asian on the team. <laughs> but it all worked out. I was able to fight through that and, uh, you know, prove myself and make it to where I am today.
1: He was only introduced to Philippine basketball when he started playing in the ASEAN Basketball League.
0: started watching Philippine basketball until I was in the ABL. When I was playing in the ABL, playing against Ala Filipinas, and then that was like my first taste. And then actually getting to come here and play in the Philippines when I played against them, that experience just changed everything for me and, uh, it opened up my eyes to, you know, how basketball was here in the Philippines. It, because, uh, you know, once they found out I was Filipino, they welcomed me with open arms. And, you know, even after the games, the crowd come in and cheering me on, and I'm on the opposing team. It was it was a surreal feeling when you first get a taste of that, that Philippine crowd. and something I'll never forget, because it's, it made me want to play here. Like, made me want to do everything I could to play here. So uh, it's indescribable how, how welcoming Philippine fans are, especially when they know, like, if you're Filipino, you, know, you can play over here, and, uh, you know, they, they love it.
1: Joshua never played 3x3 either. When he came to the Philippines in 2018, he played in the PBA D-League. But it was thanks to an offer to do both that he started playing the 3 aside game.
0: During the time, I was playing in the D-League and uh, he said I could actually play in the D-League and do 3x3 at the same time. So I was doing both. When D-League stopped, I just kept going with 3x3 and definitely something I was good at. Where I actually played in the Chicks to Go 3x3 League and so that was basically my first time ever being a part of any 3x3 team. Just doing that and then from there, just all the success just pushed that opportunity forward. I mean, I did that for two years. Could have entered the draft in 2019, I didn't to continue playing 3x3 just because of the opportunities of traveling the world and being able to do what I love and and the success of the situation, just couldn't leave it alone.
1: Joshua played for Teams Classic Manila, and Balanga in the 3x3 league. His exposure to the international circuit also paved the way for him to become the country's number one 3x3 player.
0: Honestly, I had no idea like that was even a thing. Like I didn't, I didn't even know that was even possible to become like something like that. We played like three different seasons in the Chicks to Go thing. So maybe towards like the the middle of the second season, they there was some like some rankings started coming out and they were like, "Oh, yeah, you're the number one player." I was proud of the accomplishment, but at the same time I just wanted the success of my team. We wanted to win all our games. Of course, uh, at the time, if you win, the grand prize was a million pesos. So we we always wanted to just keep building success and and win win the grand prize. So that was just something that I wasn't really focused on. I never was really focused on being the number one player, I think. My teammates put me in that position, the teams that I were on, the guys that allowed me to have success. They set me up, they did a lot of the dirty work and they allowed me to, you know, just be able to be comfortable out there and do my thing. So that number one is always good to feel, but I do feel like a lot of that comes from me having good teammates and and them guys setting me up for success.
1: Now that he plays for the flag, Joshua is going to bring his team-first mindset.
0: It's pretty easy, I say. I mean, for me, it's, it's always been about the team. Uh, nothing personal, like you don't get personal accolades without the team success. So I think the team success always has to be put forward, put first and you have to have guys on your team willing to sacrifice and uh, be a part of a team. And so just bringing that mentality to represent the country is, I think that made it easy because all of us want to represent the country and all of us want to do what we can to make that, uh, the situations as successful as possible. So I think that uh, fairly easy for us to put our pride to the side and just try and create team success so i mean yeah I, like i said i was never really focused on personal success So things like that always come after your your team success so i think the main goal was to win games
1: aside from this joshua keeps a positive outlook on the country's 3x3 olympic bid
0: my biggest lesson is just not worrying about things I can't control. We've been all about this OQT for a while, or I'd say for a long time now, and just with the country being shut down, wanting to train, but not being able to train because of, you know, the the GCQ, or I'm sorry, I don't know where we're under right now, it's, it's but just being under the different quarantine levels and might not be as prepared as we want to be, or not have gotten as much practice as we want to be. But, you know, just staying positive and not worrying about things we can't control.
1: Thank you for tuning in to our sixth episode of Targeting Tokyo. If you liked the national 3x3 teams and Joshua's story, share this episode with someone who would enjoy it too. Up next, we'll be having veteran international basketball coach and champion mentor, Tab Baldwin, to talk about the Young Gilas Filipinas squad's Olympic qualifying bid. You really don't want to miss this, so follow Targeting Tokyo on Spotify, and hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts to stay updated every Sunday. Don't forget to rate this show and leave a review. Again, I'm Beatrice Goh, and this is Targeting Tokyo, stories of Filipino Olympic hopefuls.